pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A gorgeous young 23-year-old woman, Lizbeth, travels from her Texas home in search of her boyfriend crossing the Mexican border. She was never seen alive again. Why? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Take a listen to our friends at Crime Online. Shortly after walking across the Veterans International Bridge after 5 p.m., Lisbeth Flores called her mother, letting her know she was in Matamoros and would be home soon. Her mother, Maria Rubio, tells KRGV-TV, quote, It was 11, 12, 1, Two, and I kept calling her to find out where she was and why she hadn't gotten home, and I couldn't sleep all night because I was waiting up for her. When Rubio still hadn't heard from her daughter by morning, she called the Brownsville police so they could help her and open up an investigation to help her find her. The Brownsville police put out a missing persons report on Lisbeth Flores the day after she went to Matamoros, Mexico. With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. Again, this is Crime Stories. I'm Nancy Grace, and I want to thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Joining me, Katie Tchaikovsky from California, criminal defense attorney, former JAG, former federal prosecutor, and you can find her at goldenlawinc.com. Dr. Daniel Bober, forensic psychiatrist, chief of psychiatry, Memorial Regional Healthcare, and assistant clinical professor, Yale University. You can find him on Insta at Dr. Daniel Bober. With me, David Katz, former senior special agent with the DEA. He is an author of the Executive's Guide to Personal Security and the CEO of Global Security Group, globalsecuritygroup.com. Wow, that's a mouthful. Medical examiner, the medical examiner for the entire state of Florida. Joining me, Dr. Tim Gallagher. But first, to Brandy Chioncini with the KD Times. 
Brandy Kionsini, question to you. I, I, I can't imagine a worse nightmare for a parent. I mean, you raise your child, you give them all your love, all your time, all your money, dreams for their future, what they're going to be, how you can help them get across the finish line. And then you get that call. Hey, mom, I made it. I'll call you later. But then you don't hear back. And you call at 11, 12, 1, 2, on the hour till the sun comes up and you can't find your daughter. Tell me about this young lady, Lizbeth, traveling from Texas to go down to Mexico. What do we know about her and her mother's relationship? Well, what we know is that she was a young mom herself. She had two young children and um, she was very close with her family. And uh, she received a call uh, that her boyfriend had been kidnapped and was going to go uh, pay the ransom to oh, get him out. my stars. Whoa, whoa. Right there. Straight out to the CEO Global Security Group, David Katz, formerly with the DEA. You know, it's hard enough finding a missing person within the U.S., but finding somebody missing in Mexico, you know what? Forget about it. That's just almost impossible. Well, why? Well, because the Mexican authorities are not nearly as good as professional as the United States authorities. Boy, that's an understatement, so anything, huh? Anything you that sure put there, uh, we're, at their, we're at their mercy. You sure put perfume on the pig on that one. I mean, <laughs> we can't get anything out of Mexican authorities. We have a a extradition treaty uh, of sorts and you can't find anybody down there when they go missing because so many of the law enforcement are in league with the bad guys the cartel they're all getting paid off exactly right that's so it's it's a bit of a roll of the dice if you get you know the the individual non-corrupt law enforcement officer and, and sadly to say there are not there are fewer and fewer of those then you have an opportunity to forward a case. But if you, you have somebody who, as you, as you said, might very well be working for the cartel in the moonlight hours, then you're not getting anywhere. And, and tell me about uh, the Mexican law enforcement, because if suddenly one of my children go missing in Mexico, I, I don't really know where I would start. You know what? I'd swear I'd start first alert their authorities and the U.S. authorities, but then I get a private eye, somebody like a global security group to help me figure out how to cross international borders and find my child. I mean, how do you even go about finding a missing person, a missing adult in Mexico? Well, that's an, it's also an excellent question. So to your point, if you, if you went the private route, at least you have the possibility of getting a network of individuals who are familiar to the area and you know, I, I hate I hate to be so stark, but this is a corrupt area. It's a corrupt nation with respect to law enforcement. They're actions. on the take. Do I even need to say El Chapo? You mean to tell me that nobody knew that El Chapo's people were digging a tunnel miles long with, with lighting, with a little rail, motorcycle route right under his cell? It's like Epstein. Nobody noticed that he was gone from his cell. He went to the bathroom, which is behind a little partition like that, and then nobody saw him for hours, and whoops, 
He was gone. Nobody knew. Imagine that. Of course they're dirty. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this case, in this case, that can actually work in your favor because if you have if you have the wherewithal to pay pay for information, you're going to get it. Absent that, you got to rely on your local authorities. They'll contact the FBI. They'll reach out to their counterparts in Mexico, and they'll do the best they can. But what do you mean their counterparts? Who? Well, we, we do other we, private we, eyes I, in I, Mexico. I, well, no, we actually we actually have like a, you know we're, we're fortunate enough to have a good good network of contacts down in Mexico, but they're locals. They they know the system. There are legitimate law enforcement individuals in Mexico. We've worked. DEA's worked with them sometimes sometimes to our, our, our dismay, but sometimes it works out very, very well. So there are vetted units, if, if, you, if, if, if it's the best way to describe it, they're, they're, they're checked, they're polygraphed, they're, their uh, reliability is assessed. So those folks can be enlisted. But then again, you're, you're dealing with an open area, you're dealing with an area that doesn't, like we have cameras, we have license plate readers, we have bridges, tolls, and tunnels, that at, once, once you get into Mexico, you're, you're, you're losing a lot of that electronic tracking ability that we come to take for granted here in, in U.S. law enforcement. Unless, unless you have someone as much of an idiot as the affluenza attain. Remember him, Ethan Couch? Remember him, Dr. Daniel Bober, forensic psychiatrist? Uh, we talked about him a lot. He killed, I think, three or four people driving under the influence for the millionth time, permanently paralyzed another. Uh, the people were on the side of the road changing a tire, he was high as a kite, and his mother, Tanya, I think was her name, took him on the lamb to Mexico, and then the two, you know what, I'll just say it, idiots. I don't like, we don't use the S word, okay? In our house, the S word is stupid. We don't say that. So I'm just going to go with, with idiots. They use their cell phone at a five-star resort in Mexico to order a pizza. Bam! Got him. So at least we can search cell phones. Do you remember that, Dr. Daniel Bober? Yep, I remember. What, people think that we can't track a cell phone because you cross into Mexico? I mean, people just, uh, you would think in this day and age with movies and the Internet, people would have an idea how technology works, but sometimes they just don't. And the other thing is a certain degree of arrogance. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Tired of wandering the aisles at Walgreens trying to find the best deals? Well, we've got something that'll make your shopping experience a whole lot sweeter. Introducing Drop, the app that rewards you with free gift cards just for doing your everyday shopping. Whether it's groceries, toiletries, or your favorite snacks. With Drop, every purchase earns you points towards fantastic rewards. Download the Drop app now. Use code DROP55 when you sign up to get $5 in points. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
Guys, again, thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. A beautiful young mom, just 23 years old, Lizbeth, gets a mysterious call that her fiancé is in danger, kidnapped in Mexico, and just like in the movies, she takes off to try to save him. Thank God in heaven she didn't have her children with her. Take a listen to our friend at Crime Online. Lizbeth Flores reportedly received a call from an individual in Mexico who told her that he and his group had kidnapped her boyfriend and demanded a ransom. Flores' mother says Lizbeth told her that she was going to Matamoros to find her boyfriend and that she would be back later that night. Flores is said to have crossed into Mexico via the Veterans International Bridge that afternoon with an undisclosed amount of cash on her person. Maria Rubio says when her daughter wasn't home as planned, she tried calling her every hour starting at 11 p.m., all through the night. The next day, Rubio called Brownsville, Texas police and reported Flores missing. You know, I'm just thinking about this this mom heading off into the night trying to find her fiancé, getting what money she has, and taking off. To Katie Tchaikovsky, joining me out of California, former prosecutor, now defense attorney, Katie, again, thank you for being with us. This kidnap for ransom is, in the U.S. anyway, typically in the movies and in novels, right? It doesn't happen that much. In Mexico, it's a whole nother ball game, Katie. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's just crazy to think that this girl told her mom what she was doing. And I guess that would give any parent huge concern when somebody doesn't return from a trip like that. So... It's, it's a very tragic situation, to say the least. In fact, in Mexico, people are kidnapped for ransom a lot. Katie Cherkasky, not necessarily Americans, but Americans too. It happens a lot there. What, what's the difference? Why is it uncommon in the U.S. and then you cross the border? And it's very common, Katie. Well, I think it's just a matter of enforcement. I mean, as we're talking about, there's a lot of corruption south of the border. We want to think that there's legitimate agencies that will work to help solve crimes. But everybody knows if you're going to commit a crime, cross the border and go on the lam, and you'll have a very good chance of potentially escaping justice for a long time. There's things people can get away with, and then there's things people can't. People will continue to do the things that work, quite frankly. So this gorgeous 23-year-old girl, and you can find her. She's a, she's a woman. She's got two children. In search of her fiancé, wouldn't you have done the same thing? Wouldn't you have jumped in that car and taken off? Because this place, Matamoros, Mexico, known locally as Heroica, is in northeastern Mexico, and it's right across the border from Brownsville, Texas. So when we say she traveled from Texas to find the fiancé, it's not really that far. So she takes off in the night and the pain. You know, why is it Dr. Daniel Bober? Did you know Dr. Bober? And, and I think we were talking about this the other day. My son, John David, is now about six feet tall. He's 12, Dr. Bober. He's 12. And I tell him I'm tall. I'm the tallest one in the house as long as I have the code to Amazon. But I think of him, Dr. Bober, as his feet, his toes are right here, and his head is right here. Because my dad and I, especially my dad, would hold the twins just like that. And when I look at them, that's what I see, my little babies. And you know this mom? 
was calling and calling and calling Lizbeth all through the night on the hour, and she wouldn't pick up. Why, why do I and other parents still see their grown children as babies? It's maternal instincts, Nancy. They're always going to be um, a baby to you because, you know, you're, you pick them up from their crib and you watch them grow up, and so you're always going to have that connection, and you're always going to see them that way in a way that other people will never see them. And, you know, if you've got a tender heart like I do, like this morning, Lucy was very sassy over the weekend. So her big punishment, Jackie, was I made her clean out the guinea pig cage, her guinea pigs, before school this morning. That was the big punishment because it's usually me shoveling poop at a quarter of seven. Oh, the drama. And it hurt me to do that. But I see her as a little, as my little baby. And you know this mother, Lizbeth's mother, going through H-E-double-L, calling on the hour, the phone going straight to voicemail. Jackie's waving a note at me. It's a good one, too. In 2018, there were nearly 2,000 kidnappings in Mexico for ransom. Kidnappings. So it's very, very common there. And then... Well- well, and Nancy, who's jumping in? Is that Katie? This is, or no, Br- this is Brandy. Jump in, Brandy. Well, I just wanted to let you know that uh, since the pandemic started, there's been an even greater spike in kidnapping, kidnappings and extortion, especially in Matamoros. Because of all that, the, pan- the, uh, the cartel's numbers have gone down. And so uh, the kidnappings and the extortion have been a way to raise extra funds. So this is not unheard of. You mean the cartel's drug money has gone down? Is that what you're saying? Yes. So they're relying on kidnapping for ransom. Oh my goodness. Katie, uh, Texas, Katie Times owner, Brandy Caroncini is with me. She's right there in Texas. How far is it, do you know, from where Elizabeth took off to Matamoros? I don't think it's that far. It's not. It's not very far at all. Uh, where she was from is Los Fresnos, which is just north of Brownsville. Um, and Brownsville is right there on the border across from Matamoros. You just walk across the bridge. Um, oh, and as a lifelong Texan, uh, growing up, we were all taught, you know, if you go to Mexico, you make sure you stay in the safe areas. You don't get separated from your friends because you could get kidnapped. Um, I mean, yeah, this is this was just part of the the nature and it's always been that way you know brandy keonsini i just finished writing a book hey it's going on sale september 22 but um don't be a victim fighting back against america's crime wave and in it i address traveling traveling abroad uh tra- and traveling in the u.s by rv camping the works but brandy keonsini i started the chapter on traveling abroad I ended up doing almost a whole chapter on traveling to Mexico because the numbers of deaths and kidnappings in Mexico is insane. And I think back, Brandy, to the times that I went there to dive. Of course, I was underwater almost the whole time. I come out of the water, eat dinner, go to sleep. I'd be so tired. But if you don't stay on your little resort, you're screwed. Yes, absolutely. Tourist areas are are obviously a lot a lot safer simply because they want you to come back and Americans provide a lot of income to those areas. But places like Matamoros, um, Laredo, Nuevo Laredo, those kind of border towns, those are very, very popular with the college set 
in Texas. What? So I was just... working at Sears Roebuck trying to fill up that tank of my Toyota Corolla in high school. What do you mean at the college? The high? Did you say high school or college? Uh, well, mostly college, but there are plenty of same thing in college. I'm still trying to fill up the right. Toyota. <laughs> they they go to like break in Mexico. Yep, they love to go over there. The booze is cheap. There's a lot of you, know, you can have a lot of fun there, and so bad stuff can happen if you're not careful. And um, and that's what happens a lot of times. Um, I myself personally went over to the border probably about 15 years ago. It was the last time I did it. Uh, we went over uh, just for fun to go have dinner and have a few. Just drinks for fun and- to go get kidnapped. <laughs> Well, and that was the thing. I wish you had asked me first, Brandy Keonsani. Ask me the next time you're thinking of going to Mexico. Well, you're hearing Brandy Keonsani, who's a native there in Texas, can tell you all about crossing the border for a vacation. But in the middle of the night, Lizbeth Flores takes off to try to find her fiancé. I want you to hear when the case takes a turn. Take a listen to our friend Raina Rodriguez, Fox News, South Texas. The body of a young woman who had gone missing from Cameron County was found in Mexico. A missing person report was filed by the Brownsville Police Department for 23-year-old Lisbeth Flores on Monday. Investigators learned Flores had crossed into Mexico through the Veterans International Bridge Sunday afternoon. Officials confirmed Flores' body was found in Matamoros. Her family has been referred to the Mexican consulate. The Attorney General of Tamaulipas is taking part in the investigation. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Is getting gas at Shell burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP88 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we were talking about the disappearance, and now we know the murder of a gorgeous young mom. 23-year-old Lizbeth, two little children. She gets a call that her fiancé has been kidnapped. She lives around, uh, well, it's Fresno, Texas, but it's near Brownsville, which is a hop, skip, and a jump to the Mexican border. So this Texan mom takes off with a bag of money. She's got her little money together to try to get her fiance. Then we get the news that she herself has been murdered. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Take a listen to our friends at the Star-Telegram. Lizbeth Flores, 23, was discovered dead in Mexico on August 11th, two days after crossing the border from Brownsville to see her boyfriend. 
her remains were found in Matamoros, about 20 minutes away. Police said Flory's death was the result of blunt force trauma to the head, likely from large rocks found near the scene. All of her teeth were missing and bruising to much of her body led authorities to believe she was tortured. Her mother, Maria Rubio, told Telemundo 40 that her daughter had gone to visit her boyfriend August 9th. She grew worried when Lizbeth didn't return home that evening and filed a missing person report. Losing a child is like having your heart ripped out, Flory's mother told the outlet, as translated by the New York Post. I feel such sadness because of what they did to my daughter. The way they left her, the pain that my daughter went through there in that moment. That's what hurts. Joining me now, in addition to Katie Tchaikovsky out of California, Dr. Daniel Bober, forensic psychiatrist, David Katz with Global Security Group, Brandy Chioncini, the owner of the Katie Times there in Texas, is Dr. Tim Gallagher, the medical examiner for the entire state of Florida. That's a big deal because usually you have a medical examiner for the county or for a, a, a few counties together. He's the medical examiner for the whole state of Florida. And let me assure you, there's never a lack of business. Dr. Tim Gallagher, blunt force trauma to the head on this beautiful, young 23-year-old mom, likely from a rock near where her body was found. Dr. Gallagher, all of her teeth were taken out, and she was so bruised Police believe that she was tortured. Let, let's just start with the teeth. Very often, teeth are taken out, fingertips are removed, so there will be no way to ID the dead body. How is it that your teeth identify you? Yeah, we use dental records and... Um post-mortem teeth x-rays to identify people, unidentified people all the time, uh, several times a week, many times a month to do that. Um, if you look at dental x-rays, each one of your teeth have very individualized uh, characteristics that are, that are custom just to you. So if we can take the uh, uh, dental records from when they were alive and then uh, take x-rays from when they are deceased and match up those teeth. Uh, all we really need are three to five points of uniquely identifying features to positively identify that person. Um, you know, and to have teeth removed forcibly like they do, um, you know, requires a great deal of force, especially in somebody young like this 23-year-old woman. So this was, if she was alive, this is probably one of the most uh, painful procedures that you can do in terms of torture for her. So um, my heart actually goes out to the family and to uh, her children because she had suffered so much. Dr. Gallagher, is there a way to determine if her teeth were pulled out while she was still alive? That's going to be very difficult uh, without somebody witnessing it um, as far as looking at the autopsy and looking at where the teeth were in the body. Uh, all we can say is that uh, they were removed at the time of her death or around the time of her death, but there's no well, way to actually wait a minute. determine. If they had been removed post-mortem after she was killed as a way to keep her from being identified, would the gums have bled because the 
heart wouldn't be pumping blood, as opposed to if they were removed in life, it would be bleeding profusely. Oh, that's absolutely true. You can look at in the uh, gingiva or the gums to see if there is any hemorrhage or bleeding that uh, occurred there because uh, she had a blood pressure. But you're right, Nancy. Uh, if a tooth is removed uh, when the person is dead, then you will not have that bleeding around the gums. And you could uh, say with a great deal of confidence that that tooth was removed after they had expired. Jackie, did I tell him that before he told me? I'm so happy. I've never told you a single so thing until today. I want a copy of this. <laughs> you know, Takeda Tchaikovsky joining me, a criminal defense attorney, former prosecutor, and JAG at GoldenLawInc.com. Katie, I'm thinking this whole thing through. We can't tell. We don't know the answer if the teeth were pulled in life or post-mortem. But based on all the bruising... It seems as if she were tortured, and that would have been a way to torture her. Oh, hold, hold on, Katie Cherkasky. Dr. Gallagher, how much pain does it take before somebody just passes out? Do people really pass out from pain? Oh, they sure do, and some people have higher to pain tolerances than others. You know, so uh, it would very, be very individualized. You know, I would expect that a woman who's given birth to two children would have a higher pain tolerance than most people. But I don't think anybody can tolerate the pain of getting your teeth pulled out without anesthesia. I'm also uh, learning that she was partially scalped. What does that mean, Dr. Gallagher? Uh, that means that her the scalp uh, covering her skull, which includes her hair, was peeled back away from the skull. To Katie Tchaikovsky joining me out of Irvine, California. Katie, I've had autopsy photos. And of course, as you know from being a veteran trial lawyer, you usually cannot bring in autopsy photos to the jury as evidence because it's too upsetting and inflammatory. Unless... There's something in the autopsy that helps prove your case. The few times I've managed to use an autopsy photo in evidence is when under the scalp there was a hematoma bruising under the scalp that was significant because you couldn't see it on top of the scalp. I guess you could also use that for entry and exit wounds, but... You don't really need an autopsy photo for that. Katie Tchaikovsky, question to you. What does this violence, the pulling her teeth, the scalping, the torture, what does that tell you about the crime? Well, I think you made a good point. We really have to determine whether they removed her teeth to prevent her from being identified or if it was part of the torture and part of the the murder itself. And I think that would really determine how much you would be able to get in front of a jury. So the idea that she was scalped shows to me that really they were trying to torture her. This wasn't just a robbery. This wasn't just a quick killing. After they got the money, there was something much more personal to it, potentially, much more specifically planned and, and targeted. So I think as a, as a prosecutor, you would want to try really hard to show why the circumstances of the killing really aggravated the, the murder itself and why you need to show that photograph in order to really get that whole story across to the jury. The
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Chevron burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP77 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, in the Brownsville, Texas area, and let me give you the tip line, 956-456-TIPS, repeat, 956-456-TIPS. A young woman, Elizabeth, crosses the border over the Veterans International Bridge to Mexico to find her fiancé. She never makes it home. Her mom calling hour by hour by hour trying to find her. Finally, they discover her body. Now, photos have been leaked, which we are not putting on Crime Online, of her lying face up in her bra, um, pants, and shoes. I believe that she was either tortured by having all of her teeth pulled out and scalped, she was heavily bruised, or she was beaten in life and then had her teeth and part of her scalp removed to help avoid an identification. Why? Why did this happen to a young mom of two? Take a listen to our friend Tony Velasquez, Jr., KRGV. 23-year-old Elizabeth Flores from Brownsville was found dead in Mexico on Tuesday, just a day after Brownsville police filed a missing persons report. Elizabeth Flores' mother tells us she felt helpless, unable to do more to save her daughter. She says when she called local authorities, all they could do was take a missing persons report since her daughter had crossed the border to find her boyfriend. Tuesday afternoon, her family got the news they were dreading. Their 23-year-old daughter, with a full life left to live, was found dead, with signs she'd been tortured within the Matamoros city limits. Tamaulipas authorities confirmed that the young woman died of blunt force trauma to the head, consistent with the large rock found at the murder scene. Her body was covered in bruises and she was missing all of her teeth, not signs of a quick and painless death. To David Katz, CEO, Global Security Group, the rock that was used, we think, to bludgeon her dead, uh, authorities believe came from the scene. What does that tell you about the killer, a rock there at the scene? Well, this is a bizarre case, and I, th- and I think, you know, possibly a, a more in-depth autopsy will, will answer some questions. It's possible she tried to flee, and what, is, what does the killer do? Pick up a rock and strikes her with a rock. And by the way, a jagged rock to the head can also partially remove the scalp. So was she dragged? Did she fall? How many times was she struck? You know, there's a lot of things. It does, however, suggest, uh, you know, a passion. 
you know, if you're talking about someone who's going to to beat and torture a young woman to death, you're gonna you gotta look at okay, is the person either a, a psychopath or is there some some prior connection, prior emotional issue between the two that that results in extreme anger and that kind of savagery that we saw that that poor woman had to endure. Is the removal of the teeth, the pulling the teeth, for instance, with pliers in life, is that a typical cartel move? Nothing nothing surprises me. In, in 1985, February 9th, 1985, a DEA agent named Enrique Camarena, Kiki Camarena, was grabbed by, by Mexican police working for the cartels and over a period of days was tortured, kept alive by a physician to endure more torture. I cannot even tell you what that poor man went through. So... Uh, you know that teeth, and 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 frankly, things to a person that I don't even want to mention over the air. That that's very very common in Mexico, and it's it's it's. I mean, to someone who's like, we have we have feelings, we have emotions, we're, you know, we have sensibilities. For someone to be able to do that to another human being while they are alive, while they are suffering, you know, uh, to unimaginable unimaginable pain. That is just, uh, I can't even understand that level of savagery. So this has all the earmarks of a cartel killing, but why on a young mom of two? Take a listen again to our friends at KRGV. Her mother tells us she is absolutely certain that her daughter was a victim of extortion and that she was ultimately kidnapped and murdered by a violent gang of kidnappers who operate out of Matamoros. Brownsville police confirmed that Flores had crossed into Mexico through the Veterans International Bridge on Sunday, just after 5 p.m., and that she was subsequently found deceased. Now, Elizabeth's mother is hoping authorities on both sides of the border will help bring the ruthless gang of kidnappers to justice. We've also learned that the FBI is now involved since the murder happened in Mexico. The victim's body remains with the forensic examiner in Matamoros as the investigation continues. Elizabeth Flores was a graduate from Los Fresnos High School and leaves behind two children. It's just hard for me to imagine Brandy Keoncini, the owner of the KD Times, that a young mom is pulled in to a cartel plot. But what we are hearing from David Katz at Global Security is that this has all the hallmarks of a cartel killing. Um, I'm very curious to you, Brandy Keoncini, we know about the mom. You know what, Brandy? Hold on. Take a listen to our friends at Ritbart, Texas. A man previously convicted in Texas for sexually assaulting children was arrested in Mexico for the murder of a Texas woman in Matamoros. The murder involved a fake kidnapping that, according to authorities, was part of a scheme to rob the victim while making the crime look like a cartel execution. This week, agents with the Tamaulipas Attorney General's Office arrested Braulio Trevino Macias and charged him with one count of murder in the gruesome death of his stepdaughter, 22-year-old Liz Rubio. Rubio was a U.S. citizen from South Texas who crossed into Matamoros to see her boyfriend before she went missing. The murder does not appear to be tied to the cartel that controls Matamoros. It was instead a robbery allegedly led by Trevino Macias, the victim's stepfather. Brandi Chiancini, I am stunned. What do you know? Well, so we know that... <clears throat> Uh, that this was allegedly his plan is he wanted money. Uh, he knew the family. Uh, I'm, you know, I think the, the assumption is that he knew they wouldn't contact the police. Um, and so, 
he lives in Matamoros, got uh, Elizabeth to get over there and uh, and got what he wanted. I'm overwhelmed at what we know about what happened to psychiatrist Dr. Daniel Bober, forensic psychiatrist, joining us, chief of psychiatry, Memorial Regional Healthcare Systems. Dr. Bober, for a stepfather to go through all this, to lure her there under false pretenses just to rob her. You know, the only thing that didn't make sense to me is how the cartel could target a young mom of two out of Texas, raising her two children at just 23 years old. So I guess, should we have seen it coming? No, Nancy, you know, it it looked, this is what it looked like. It looked like it was a cartel hit, but apparently there was obviously people who thought that if it looked like that, they would never suspect that this is what actually happened. So I think that the original assumptions were correct based on the information that we had. Back to Brandy King on Cini. What do you know about the stepfather? Well, so he is uh, he is a, a registered sex offender. He was convicted in uh, 2006 of um, of one count of uh, sexual assault of a of a child. It was a girl who was 15, and one count of indecency with a child. He served four years in prison and was released in 2010. Um, and he was living in Texas when the incident occurred. Uh, back in 2005, and uh, when he was arrested, he was arrested at his home in Matamoros. So he had moved back once he had gotten out of prison. So a Texas mother of two, just 23 years old, beaten dead, half scalped, her teeth pulled out of her mouth, was lured across the border by a sex offender who knew her family claiming her fiancé had been kidnapped. Now we know why she had to die, because she could identify him. May he, Braulio Trevino Martinez, rot in hell. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye for now. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Shell burning a hole in your wallet? Get the Drop app. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards just by filling up your tank. Download Drop now. Use code DROP88 to instantly receive $5 in points. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. 
or home to vibes like this and this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like and Hmm. not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team ranking as a top culinary destination in the world be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.